a Radio 191 FM podcast. Uh, speaking of banger tracks, we are very lucky to be joined on the line by Matthew of Blue Mountain Lumber. Matthew, how are we going? I'm doing very well, mate. How are you? Not too bad. How's, how's things in... Well, what part of the country are you in right now? Uh, I'm in Auckland. I'm in Auckland. I live up in Auckland. Uh, and I'm currently sitting in my car next to a skate park in Waterview, which is kind of kind of shallow west Auckland. Nice. And how, how's the weather there? It's um, it's disgusting, man. Honestly, it's uh, it's very Auckland. It's like hot as shit, but in a in a really unpleasant way. Yeah. Uh, really humid. Really windy. Um, just just absolute dog shit. But um, you know. Yeah, not the Tahi. Yeah. Oh, it is not. It's not the Tahi. I hate it when it's like that, like really thick kind of soupy heat, you know, and it's just just permeates everything. It just ruins your day. I feel. Yeah, yeah. No, I miss the I miss the, the South Island climate. I'm, a, I'm I grew up in West Otago, and it's, it's a very different buzz up here. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. But enough about the meteorology. We can talk about that later. What we're going to be talking <laughs> about now is something that's even hotter than the weather up in Tamaki Makoto right now. It is your tr- new track, Sun Revenger, which is an absolute bop. Congratulations on it. Hey, uh, thanks, man. No worries. Can you tell us a little bit about the track? Yeah, so Sun Revenger is um, it's the second the second single off a off a little EP that I'm working on, uh, and it's it's basically a song that I wrote. Um, it was it was a kind of it's one that I've been writing in various forms for I think probably five years, um, and I've never just been able to kind of I've never been able to figure it out. I've never, I've never been able to sort of figure out. You know, I had all these little fragments, and I was like, I don't know where this goes. I don't know what it sounds like. I don't know, you know, what I'm actually writing about here, apart from just a bunch of disconnected lines that I thought sounded cool. And you know, it was just kind of, I don't know what the epiphany was, but I just sort of had this moment where I was like, all of these things are me trying to write about this, you know, I've, I've um, this condition that I've lived under my entire life, where it's like the fear of, um, you know, the fear of of being shamed out basically um so so basically you know trying to trying to launch preemptive strikes um in every situation where i'm like oh someone might might think i'm an idiot here or might think i'm um a dickhead or whatever you know basically like the idea of um i think the you know in the in the fifth chorus of the song it's like there's a line like conceal um conceal all of my fears inside the inside a balled up fist and that's basically the that's basically the sum of it you know it's like the idea that I think it's a really common thing when you're when you're afraid to kind of um, couch that in aggression, um, and you know, not always physically, but but you know, to, to kind of put up a shield, basically, which is like, you know, you might be afraid of a, of a situation or or whatever, and um, instead of kind of acknowledging that, you sort of, um, yeah, I don't know, you put a, yeah, put up a put up a boundary, head out of the world so the world can can't hit you first, and I think Sun Revenger is like. You know, even the name Sun Revenger is like it, it's a it's almost like a reclamation of futility. The idea that like it's okay to be like, you know, you can't actually get revenge on the sun. You can't stop. You know, you can be as mad as you want. You're not going to be able to stop the immutable forces of the universe from from fucking with you. But maybe that's okay. You know, maybe it's just kind of um, maybe it's kind of fine to just laugh at the futility of it. Yeah. No, I I, I like the way you've really put that. It's it, it's um. <laughs> 
sorry, it's a little bit to unpack, but it's like, <laughs> yeah, no, that's I say that's a perfect like. Oh, I mean, like you were the one that wrote it. It's <laughs> like, a perfect like summary of what the song's about, and it is such a lyrically like dense and like like interwoven song. Um, did you find that? when it comes to like making music like that and trying to get those feelings onto paper do you find it's harder to get the lyrics down or is it more of a more of a musical challenge because you were saying that it had all these like lines and stuff as well trying to weave them together sort of like an audio jigsaw um so what was the more difficult aspect for this track it, it definitely varies a lot with my with my process like uh, you know from song to song i might write um the music entirely before I start thinking about lyrics or you know more commonly like with Sun Revenger it's a it's a process of sort of stitching together little fragments of, of lyrics that I've written but yeah with this one for sure it was um, I mean in terms of how long it took for sure it was the lyrics that, that took more time but um, actually making it into a song and actually completing that like the music drove me insane man like honestly two weeks ago I was like I, I was fully prepared to give up on it. I, I wrote, I like, when I started recording Sun Revenger, I, um, I probably did like, you know, 80%, 90% of the finished track within the first couple of days of starting it. And, you know, like I'm recording all of these things um, on the, the floor of my living room or in the garage sometimes. And, and it's, you know, it, it all came together really cleanly. And I was like really excited about it, you know, back sort of November. Um, and, then I just like I just hit the wall like extremely hard and spent two months of just like you know turning the bass up turning the drums down recording a guitar part again like changing the mix on the vocals and just like just just um tutoing at the edges in the, the most unproductive way and it drove me crazy um and about two weeks ago yeah I was, I was ready to give up on it and then I don't know suddenly like suddenly was fine with it um so <laughs> So I listen back to it now, and I'm like, oh, maybe it wasn't finished, but but um, but I'm happy with where I got to. It was a, it was a process musically getting it to a point where I didn't hate it, but um, nah, I I am I am happy with it now. Ah, yeah, that's fair enough. I'm I'm glad that you did end up <laughs> releasing it as well, because yeah, it would be be an absolute loss without it. The world would be a worse place. And it's very, does it's very generous. Not everything needs to be a hundred percent for it to be put out as well. Um, the other is that that old seventy percent rule. If something seventy percent good enough, then it's good enough to be released. So, and usually <laughs> so it's it's more than seventy percent good. It's like yeah, yeah. If it was definitely not good enough at seventy percent. But I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, uh, correct me if I'm wrong as well, sorry Matthew. But so this is your first release since 2012, right? 2012. Yeah. So, so it's blue mountain like I've I've sort of done I've dropped Lucy's on SoundCloud and things in the in the interim, but this is like. I sort of picked the project up in earnest again. I, I sort of started, so I was in a band. I, I went to uni in Dunedin, um, and I was in a band back then called Brains, and, and after we finished, after we all finished studying, we sort of had plans to move to Wellington um, and continue doing it, but it kind of just petered out for me in particular because I, I moved, ended up moving to Auckland. And Blue Mountain Lumber was a thing immediately after that, so back in 2012, it was, you know, my next project. And I had plans then for it to be this band, um, but it just never it never materialised. And so it's been this thing which has been on the back burner, yeah, since since 2012. Um, and last year I was kind of just like, well, sure, if I'm not going to do anything with it now, um, I never will. And, and I kind of, you know, giving myself that ultimatum, I was like, I actually feel like I do. You know, I haven't, 
I haven't tried everything that I want to try doing with music. So I, I started writing a few more things, recording a few more things, and, and um, liked how it sounded and sent some stuff to radio and got a bit of got a bit of play up here and people seemed to like it and it was like, oh shit, maybe this is actually something, you know, it's still very much something that I do because I love doing it um, rather than me feeling like in my 30s I'm about to have a um, dramatic career change. But yeah. but I, I do fucking love doing it. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a thing which has always been a part of what I, you know, of, of my, my self-perception since I've, you know, since I started making music 15 years ago, but um, yeah, I didn't realize kind of how much I missed actively doing it and actively thinking about it until I really started doing those things again. Yeah, no, that's fair. And then, so is this going to be this? Because this is just a single. Is this going to be a bit? Uh, so, oh, sorry, my cat's got my tongue all tangled up. Um, is <laughs> this going to be part of like maybe an upcoming EP or perhaps even album? Yeah. So there's an EP. Uh, on the way I was hoping to get it finished last year and then um, I did not do that <laughs> but uh, yeah I'm hoping for the end of next month like by the end of next month to have that out it's called 87 Give Up at the moment it's five songs um, I'm hoping it won't be any less than that uh, it could be more but yeah there's probably pro- probably five tracks um, and then the plan is basically you know once that's done um, to to you know start thinking about the live version of this to, to kind of um, make it into a band, be be a real musician again, um, have fun with it because that's the you know it's really fun making the music, but I find it enormously more fun playing it. Yeah, that's fair. And then yeah, hopefully by the time that the EP is all completed, then we'll be out of this this bloody red traffic light system, and we'll be able to have live performances again. Um, yeah. How, how has that been up in Tamaki with? Um, because you were saying you tried to get out last year, but obviously you guys were in lockdown for a very long time. Did you find that impacted quite a lot on the EP? Uh, it definitely impacted on my productivity, man. Like I've got a, I got a five-year-old kid, um, and yeah, like living in a rental, like a small rental in Auckland, and having to do my job, and my wife having to do her job, and we're having to like homeschool our kid. Like it was, it was insane. It was a terrible, terrible time. Um, but you know, like we also have to acknowledge, you know, we were very lucky to to have secure jobs and and secure accommodation, and mm. you know, we were all you know blessedly very very healthy through that time. So yeah, it was, it was shit, but it could have been worse. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it made it very hard to be productive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, it's it's starting to feel like there's a little bit of light at the end of that tunnel. Touch wood. Um, and yeah, like would love to, you know, some of the most fun shows I've ever played like we're in Dunedin obviously we'd desperately love to get back down there and, and do that again no yeah well we'd, we'd love to have you because the like obviously with red light things are pretty quiet now but like the <laughs> gig scene in Dunedin is getting a bit of a resurgence so the more we can get the, the better I reckon yeah I mean I love like I've been following the scene down there a bunch and yeah it's like I think per capita Dunedin, Dunedin is by far the most exciting musical city to me at the moment. It's it's great. Yeah, so to hear, fantastic. <laughs> um, so we're almost out of time, Matthew. But just before I let you go, got um, a couple of quick questions for you. So first, uh, on social media and stuff, where can people find and follow you? Uh, just Blue Mount Lumber, which is Blue MT Lumber, uh, is, is probably the easiest one. That's my my Facebook, my. Bandcamp. Um, I only have a personal Instagram, but you're more than welcome to follow it if you want to see pictures of my kid. 
he's getting pretty good at skateboarding. Oh, sick. Um, nice. And then, <laughs> um, sorry, I was just thinking, I was like, yeah, yeah, because I want to learn how to skateboard. And I was like, oh, I can follow him for some tips. <laughs> but that's all right. And then, uh, just real quickly as well, what I, I'm intrigued about the, the name, Blue Mount Lumber. Where has that come from? So Blue Mountain Lumber was a sawmill in West Otago, um, which is where I worked when I was like 15. Uh, it's closed down now. Uh, it's near, near a town called Tapanui, which is about an hour and a half south of the if, you, if you're not yeah. familiar with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, a, it was a sawmill where I worked. It was where my dad worked when I was a kid. Um, it was like, you know, I, I liked it because it was one of those places which was like, it was a small shitty town uh, and that was kind of the the commercial hub or industrial hub of the town and then it kind of closed down really unceremoniously mm. uh, and I always find that like you know the idea of like the dying region is really fascinating and um, I just thought it was a funny weird name as well um, yeah. it's probably still copyright um, I might you know I have to kind of be really careful not to get not to get popular with this with this band because I'll probably get sued by like um, the massive holding company that that owns Blue Mountain Lumber and probably still owns the name, the rights to the name. Nah, it's alright. Just take the E out of Blue or something. You'll be fine. Yeah, we'll just yeah. call it. Yeah, just Lumber. Just change it to Lumber. <laughs> just Lumber. Yeah. No, <laughs> that's quite interesting because I grew up in East Otago and in a small town. Um, and we had Hugh Tumber, uh, Lump, Tumber, <laughs> uh, Lumber, and so I, and that was, I think that's also closed down now. Um, it's so, a great, it was a great Lumber region for a while, yeah, for a while, was, yeah. Yeah, heck yeah, go Otago. <laughs> All right, well, um, thanks heaps, Matthew, for coming on the show, appreciate it uh, immensely. Um, no, thank you for having me. And um, all the best for the EP, looking forward to hearing it when it comes out, and yeah, have a good one, stay safe. Thank you very time. much. Um, yeah, catch you later. That was Matt uh, of Blue Mount Lumber. What a lovely guy to talk to. That was fantastic. Um, it is now 5.53pm. Uh, we'll be getting into the SRN Top 10 Countdown very, very shortly. But before then, please enjoy Sun Revenger from Blue Mount Lumber. It is an absolute bop. Keep it locked on Radio 1. was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.